0: Or whatever. love blue, will follow you, I can give your heart to a wild thing. They don't know your heart.
1: I do. I've seen it. You have shown it to me.
0: Is my heart showing?
1: Oh, it's Megan. Hey y'all, it's Molly. Welcome to another episode of the Is My Heart Showing podcast.
0: And today, we are asking the question, are the demons showing? Ooh. That that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. So we're back. It's been a crazy week around our household. Um, so crazy. In fact, I've not been able to find, this is the weirdest thing. So we are back from our vacation and I'm trying to go grocery shopping and we're trying to eat healthy. Hear me out. Have you ever bought whole wheat hamburger buns?
1: I have. Unfortunately, I wish I could regularly buy them, but the girls won't eat them so we don't right now (laughs) when they get older
0: (laughs) well like we're trying to eat like okay whole grains and stuff and so I like put them in my cart and realized I'd set to vacation mode so I'm like oh that changed the zip code and put it in my store like we don't have that are you crazy (laughs) So then I like drove to two different stores looking doesn't exist so I don't know what y'all have around here against whole grain hamburger buns but i'm gonna have to look up a recipe or something or maybe drive way out i'm surely whole foods or someplace like that would have them i don't know Crazy. what about
1: your bread machine
0: yeah i don't know i've never like i've made wheat but i don't know like whole grain is that the same thing i don't know i don't know I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know, but I, you're not supposed to eat white flour, right? So that's what we're yeah. trying to get out of. So I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Wow, that really doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about today. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know people. People really are hardcore against white flour, but um, yeah. No, we are talking about demons today, and yeah, it's. Been so interesting, like this. So, it's October, all the Halloween stuff's out the Grim Reaper, the you know, all the crazy costumes. And so, I just was like, let's research demons, let's talk about demons. So, I have fun. a whole lot of interesting things <laughs> to share. Yeah, so let's hear it. What okay? So, when you hear demon possession, what do you immediately think? what do you think about when you hear that?
1: Um, the exorcist, the movie in the particular, movie. I oh. always think about that movie first, but yeah.
0: Like, um, yeah. Cause like things that you see stick with, with you, I guess. Yeah. But like, I, I do think of that, the crazy, uh, scene in, I think it's in Mark in the Bible with the guy and he's like, breaking free of chains and like acting like a crazy yeah. lunatic and and all that but
1: where um, the, the one where Jesus releases him and them into the pigs
0: yes, yes. yeah okay, so yeah. i want to go through that like a little bit I kind of wanted to start off with um with the bible accounts because I feel like that's the I mean the first that I mean, the Exorcist wasn't the first. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was gonna like go back to that. So um I found I found this really cool essay um off the Gospel Coalition about demon possession. And basically they're just like this term demon possession, there's a there's a Greek word in the used in the Bible, and I'm not a Greek scholar, so I'm not gonna even attempt to say it, but basically it's describing. A variety of conditions, they're physical, they're emotional, mental, psychological, and the cause is identified as a direct demonic influence. So the thing is, though, like we see it and it could be an illness too, right? So it can be, you can have all of these symptoms and it can be a demon. Or you can have all these symptoms and you have an illness. Yeah. And so that, so yeah, so I'm going to get into that a little bit. So um, this is a direct quote. It says, it's argued on the basis of evidence in the gospels that demon possession can cause a wide range of symptoms, many of which are virtually indistinguishable from the symptoms associated with quote unquote normal illnesses, i.e. illnesses that are a result of living in the fallen world. So basically the deciding factor in the Bible was Jesus. Like he knew, knew he he knew and the demons knew he was around and they were like, oh crap, you know, (laughs) like he's here (laughs) and you know, but like, so, and I mean, I think there was an account like, um, was it Paul and you may have to help me out here. But they also, they also told demons like get out or whatever. And they, they called it out. So I think I have heard that like, and I don't know, I don't know, but like that maybe that's not a thing anymore. Like maybe we don't call out demons anymore because maybe, because we just have an account of the apostles. Some of the things that I've read said that the church they said insert the church but there wasn't specific evidence that the church was calling out demons it was just specific evidence that paul was calling out the demons yeah so okay. there was a little bit of that too um so talk about the conditions let me talk about that a little bit so um in the exorcist what did you see like what <laughs> what do you, what kind of symptoms can you think up off the top of your head like, if you uh, had a demon, what would you expect to see from that person who had a demon?
1: Very, like, sporadic behavior. Like, I don't know, just, like, their voice sounds different.
0: And yeah, yeah, it,
1: that kind of makes me think of it. And then, their like, your body,
0: like, moves in ways that, like, it yeah, shouldn't move or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, in the, um, in the Bible, there was an account of inability to speak. They reference, um, Matthew nine and Luke 11, uh, blindness, intermittent, intermittent seizures, inability to hear. Those aren't like super scary. Those are like a little bit no. normal, um, seizures. Um, yeah. So like things like that. And the one, the guy in the, in the Luke was crazy though. Yeah. He was like hurting himself and like he chains couldn't keep him and all that kind of stuff. So that was definitely more scary, but for the most part, these accounts in the Bible weren't like over the top, like some of the movies that we see. Um, But yeah, so this, the important thing to know is that Jesus was the one that was making the determination of whether or not it was a demon. Um so the other thing was that a lot of scholars they say argue with like possession versus um like what's the word I'm thinking of oppression. Oppression, Oppression. yeah. So like is it, you know, which one could it, which one could it be? Um so one thing that I okay let me find my notes let me find my notes um back to where I am but it said that yeah so oppression versus demon possession so can a person who is saved who has the spirit inside them be demon possessed or demon oppressed. What are your thoughts?
1: They cannot be possessed, but they can be oppressed. They can this be,
0: yeah. From oppressed. my
1: understanding of the Bible,
0: so yeah. The um, there's a reference here to if you are interested. I totally wanted to read it, but I did not have time to read it before we recorded this podcast. But it's called Three Crucial Questions About Spiritual Warfare." Um, it's written by Clinton Arnold. And he basically says, like, because the spirit indwells inside a believer, we cannot be demon possessed. And that's like so comforting, right? Because we can watch all these yeah. scary movies and like not be really that scared, um, because that can't happen to us um, Christians, it says Christians cannot be owned by demons since they have been purchased by the blood of Christ and belong to the Lord. Um, so it doesn't make sense that, that, that even could happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, they can experience various levels and types of demonic influence during their life. Right. So Mm -hmm. that we're going to get to that a little bit too. Um, so, this has been like hugely done up right so the exorcist came out in 1973 it was the first movie of that kind that kind of came out and now like it's everywhere right Mm -hmm. um so okay so i want to keep going on with like demons and what they are so let's take a little break So yeah, characteristics of demons. So I found um, kind of a list because bringing back to that story about um, in Mark 5, um, where Jesus like asked the, he's like, what's your name? And they say, legion, we're many and, and all that mm-hmm. story. Um, you can go back and read it. It's Mark 5, 1 through 20. If you don't know what I'm talking about, but basically cast them out. And I've heard different things like, different reasons of like why they were sitting to the water. Like I've heard that demons can't live in water. Um, I've heard that they like water. I I don't know. I've heard different things about that, but there is a lot to that story. I'd be a really good thing to dive into, but I found this list of like characteristics of demons. So I wanted to kind of like break it down and see what we think. So Okay, number one, devils want to be near dead human bodies or tombs. Do you agree with that? I mean,
1: according that happened to the in movie story,
0: well, that happened in, <laughs> yeah. this, in the yeah. story, in the Bible, That's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, he was living among the tombs. Now, maybe people don't like to be around dead bodies. And that was the only place this guy could go. Maybe, I don't know. So that seems like maybe you can debate that a little bit. Okay. Um okay, two, they can cause unusual strength. I think that's pretty apparent that this guy like broke out, they couldn't bond him yeah. and he broke away and mm-hmm. in other cases we've seen that. Um three, they can make a person unreasonable or immune to sensible persuasion. I think oh, that yeah. one pretty well fits still mm-hmm. Four, they can cause excessive crying. Um So can other things. So we're not yeah, that's true. (laughs) But okay. Uh five, they cause sadistic or masochistic. Is that how you say that? Behavior. Masochistic. I know what it's saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Six. Mm -hmm. They have an affinity for heights. Interesting. Huh. I don't know. I don't know about that one. They they said mark five one or five five was where that was found i don't know they said that he likes heights i don't know interesting satan took uh, jesus up to the yeah. top of the thing and looked out He does like heights seven they recognized christ as the son of god and appealed to him they knew who He was yeah eight they know they deserve torment and they dread it mm-hmm. so they don't like to be tormented either but they know it's coming nine they have names they do uh-huh. have names 10 they uh more than one can possess the same body which we saw in this case in mark he said there are many of us in here yes 11 they desire to stay in the same geographical region or country so they said like hey can we stay here so that's getting oh, like uh-huh. that one um, 12 they would rather indwell an animal body than none at all so they asked him like hey can we yeah, get in can we there go in. Yeah, you know, like we'd rather we go into the pigs rather than just be like casted out that they, they asked for the animal 13 they can cause animals to kill themselves um okay i guess i can see that 14 they desire to be in a body when it dies that's weird. kind of weird i don't know yeah. They reference verse 13 on that they have a desire for water so yeah i've heard both ways on that i've heard that they can exist in water and i've heard that they can so I don't the know. thing with the water it was like the pigs knew to go to the water because they couldn't the demons couldn't exist in the water and then that's also like making the case for why they use holy water because demons don't like water that so makes more i would sense think that the other way yeah i think it would make more sense that they can't they don't exist like through water yeah. um six so this is then switching references to mark 9 17 to 29 it says they can cause dumbness and deafness um which yes i think that that I, I remember reading those verses. 17, they can cause rabid animal-like behavior. foaming at the mouth and yeah. not acting human. 18, they can indwell from childhood. This was the case, I think, with the boy that was demon-possessed. Mm-hmm. 19, suicidal behavior. Um, that's what, whenever you said
1: the height thing, that's what that made me think of. Like, yeah. a lot of people will, like, try to jump off of buildings and jump off of bridges
0: and stuff um 20 they resist leaving a body and they violently rent it while leaving so they don't want to leave they want to occupy something like that goes back to some of those other ones And 21 there are different kinds of demons and some have more power than others so like satan Mm -hmm. has these are all like they used to be angels right so like when we're talking about it they're like satan was Colin. the best angel right so yeah yeah i mean that would make sense that some have different abilities and powers and all that um and they said reference mark 9 29 to that some can only be removed by prayer and fasting of a believer um so i don't know i don't know because i've also read where they say you know, they have to be cast out they have to be said leave you know in the name of jesus and but um i think i remember what that verse uh was referring to and they did say that he did say that like sometimes it's just prayer and fasting so yeah um interesting all right so we'll move away from who they are and let's talk about um modern day so some of these are not so modern day, but they're not Bible times. Okay. Okay. And I want, some of them are like, I don't, I don't know. And some of them are like possible, but so let's see. So, um, I'm going to go back to this first one, but the, the first one is about, uh, the guy, I don't know if you know his name, but it's Roland Doe and it's what the exorcist movie was based upon. And um, it actually happened in St. Louis. So I'll, I'm going to go back to that one at the very, very end. But um, remember okay. that name, Roland Doe, and I'll, I'll talk about that at the end. So, okay, so 1778. So it's not super modern, but it's not Bible times. English tailor George Lukens was behaving oddly, speaking in strange voices making inhuman noises and singing hymns backwards. In a ceremony held in Bristol's temple church, seven priests commanded the demons who'd apparently taken over Lucan's soul to leave once and for all. And when the ceremony was over, Lucans recited the Lord's prayer and thanked the priests. This was one of the few recorded exorcisms with a happy ending. Okay, so I don't know if it sounds real or not. Um okay 1842 German Germany German villagers noticed strange goings on at the home of a 28 year old woman named Godelbin Godelibin Didis I think I said that right <laughs> Didis Didis claimed her house was haunted and soon became slipping in and out of what others decri- described as a trance like state But it was only when a religious pastor commenced an exorcism that things truly went nuts. Didis became violent, requiring physical strengths. And for two torturous years, during which the pastor performed various exorcism rites, Didis vomited glass nails and blood. Finally, Didis informed everyone the demons were gone and stated that Jesus is Victor. (laughs) Seems kind of like crazy. Yeah. Some of these is like it goes back to the thing. It's like, this could be caused by a demon and it could be caused by an illness, right? Yeah. These are like people acting irrationally. And, um, we went to, um, if you ever get a chance, St. Joseph, Missouri has a museum of psychiatric hospital, hospital, psychiatric hospital museum. And mm-hmm. anyway, they had this exhibit of this woman, that had i don't know what the name of the disease is called but she just can't stop eating stuff and she ate all kinds of nails and various screws and keys and all this stuff and they they took apart her stomach when she died and they made an artwork piece of it and it was like oh my goodness massive and they glued it all making this like circular artwork things why would they do that to display in this museum but anyway that oh why would you eat that right it's it's an illness but Uh, like in this case you know maybe it was demon okay 1906 a 16 year old from south africa clara seal was heard making a pact with the devil and she soon began behaving erratically tearing at her clothes growling speaking in tongues and demonstrating superhuman strength two priests performed exorcisms on Clara during which her skin burned when touched by holy water and her body levitated before 170 witnesses after a obnoxious smell was observed leaving her body Clara was deemed free of the devil that's creepy. Okay, <laughs> that's creepy, and that was a lot of witnesses too. To, yeah, <laughs> to witness yeah. that. Um, and that, that was in the 1900s, 1906. Um, okay, okay, 1896 was just ten years earlier. Anna Eckland. Um, it was not her real name, but it's one that people associate with this classic American case of demonic possession. Because of the movie, The Exorcist of of Anna Uckland, which is the, it came out in 2016. Hmm. Um, The real girl was born in 1882 and her name is not known. Her father accused her of being possessed by the devil at age 14 after she refused his sexual advances. That's disgusting. Um, After several years and two lengthy exorcisms interspersed by foul play, thanks to Anna's father's lover, a woman named Mina, who practiced black magic and introduced another demonic possession, Anna was finally freed from her demons in December of 1928. I think she Uh, got swept up in the wrong crowd. That does not sound a little bit very nice. All right, moving on already to 1976. I'm going to skip over Roland Doe, which happened in uh, 1949, but 1976, the exorcism of Annalisa Michael, um, it is, it was in Germany and it's the, the, um, I saw this one, the exorcism of Emily Rose in 2005. Mm -hmm. Um, so her story ended in murder says the germans uh demon possession was actually an undiagnosed brain disorder they think possibly Mm -hmm. epilepsy schizophrenia or both um but she was very religious and she welcomed the exorcism to help cure her they tried 67 times and they said she was 23 years old and died of starvation and two of the priests that were doing all this to her they did convict them of um homicide of killing her whatever it's really sad really really sad i never watched that movie i i remember it like it's been a really long time so but i did see it um 1990 this is not too long ago um the reverend james labar oversaw three exorcisms that were all sanctioned by the archbishop of new york um the cardinal john o'connor and the vatican one of them the exorcism of a florida teenager named gina was televised on the abc network in 1999 do you remember what? this? i do no. not remember this at all so Newsweek. Oh I guess I was maybe I was maybe too young, but I would think I would have remembered that. But did Newsweek, you no, go ahead look it up on YouTube? Oh no! I should tell. To- we should totally do that. Um, Newsweek Sounds described like fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Newsweek oh, described I mean... the ceremony, which was accompanied by medieval-style music, as little more than the gratuitous torment of a deeply disturbed young girl. Strapped to a chair, she screamed and barked unintelligibly while the Reverend pressed across into her face, told her to suppress demons that they wanted pain. He'd give it to them. Meaning, of course, to her, um, that they said ultimately antipsychotic drugs they gave Gina did provide relief. So that that's just attention seeking, is what I, yeah. think, what I think some of these are um 2003 an autistic eight-year-old boy Terrence Cottrell was killed during a prayer service that was intended to drive out the evil spirit supposedly causing his condition the official cause of death um, is mechanical asphyxiation due to external chest compressions so sad the reverend reportedly sat on the boy's chest until he stopped breathing wow so sad um 2004 five a romanian nun mara sissa Cornisi, was 23 she began hearing voices thought it was the devil talking to her she was treated for schizophrenia relapsed and then was subjected to exorcism bound this is so sad bound to a cross gagged with a towel and left in a dank convent room for three days without food and water she of course died wow suffocation and dehydration Um, And I guess CBS did a whole thing on her too. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it sounds like it's getting a little out of hand. Um, There was one in 2015. Um, It was in Argentina. Um, Laura just it just says Laura. Um, she would bang her head and scream profanities and they performed an exorcism, exorcism. And it sounds like she, it doesn't say she died. So I'm not sure, but there is a book on it called Interview with an Exorcist about Father Jose Antonio Forte. Um, I will say, if you are not Catholic or this is very a lot of bishops and cardinals and that kind of thing and this is very common in the catholic church ask your pastor if they have had any experience with this at all i think you will be surprised um i know of at least two baptist preachers that have had to do this kind of thing um, yes. but I've also, if you have had a chance, have you listened to the, um, rise and fall of Mars Hill podcast? No, I, I need to, well, I've, they, I've,
1: I've, I've listened to podcasts of people reviewing it. <laughs> <but> I haven't <laughs> actually listened to the actual one.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Um, but yeah, they, they got into this basically it was like, Oh, you're crying excessively. Oh, you're, you have a demon you know, like over the top with Mark Driscoll would say would it yes, people we had oh, a okay. whole like demon casting committee, you know, and it oh. got really, really out of hand. So yeah, I think the moral of all that is we who who can distinguish illness versus demon? In the Bible, mm-hmm. it was Jesus. You know, like this is I think it's gotten out of hand. So I do want yeah. to share the crazy story of Roland Doe though if you don't know what it is it's what the exorcism was based on and it is totally creepy um it's really creepy because it happened in my home state (laughs) but it was (laughs) 1949 so um his actual name was Ronald Hunkeller but they called him Roland Doe um so You can actually go to this house. I think someone lives there. It's in um, Belnor neighborhood of St. Louis. Um, You can look it up on uh, the web and see the picture of it. Um, It looks like a perfectly normal um, house. But Mm -hmm. basically, uh, this 13-year-old boy was very depressed after his beloved aunt harriet died and here's the kicker she was a spiritualist who taught him many things including how to use a ouija board Mm -hmm. okay um so in early january of 1949 he began to experience strange things he heard scratching sounds coming from floors and walls of his room Water dripped inexplicitly from pipes and walls, and his mattress would suddenly move. Hmm. So these all sound like, yeah, oppression, right? These yes. are these are kind of crazy things happening. So, um, his family sought help. Um, they consulted doctors and psychiatric help. They. Uh, had a Lutheran minister come and talk to them, um, but they were eventually persuaded to the. Is it just sweets? Just suits? I don't know. J E S U I T S. It's um, a. Yeah, I know what you're trying to
1: okay, say. Okay, it's I'm a not member, sure which is correct.
0: It's a member of the Roman Catholic uh society of jesus which is an order of priests that they go all the way back to the 1500s and they're known for this kind of thing so a local catholic priest asked their superiors to come in and they performed an exorcism in late february of that year they strapped the boy to the mattress i think some of this might sound a little familiar because this is what the exorcism is based on um, yeah. They began res, res, recitations and he, they had to stop when Ronald broke off a piece of a mattress spring and slashed the priest across his shoulders, leaving mm. the exorcism unfinished. Do you, can you even imagine, like if I wanted to tear open my mattress, and like do that, like That's crazy, that is crazy. Super string. Um, a few days later, red scratches appeared on the boy. And one of the scratches formed the word Lewis. This is weird. So the mother thinks they need to go to St. Louis because of this. That's why they end up in St. Louis. This is all crazy. Oh, okay. I didn't know that they were not Yeah, I'm sorry. So they were in Washington, D.C. I forgot to mention that. Okay. But so, yeah, that's not even where the real thing happens. So now we're in St. Louis. Okay. And I guess, um, there was a cousin attending the St. Louis university at the time, got them in touch with some people there and they got the, the, the Catholic order priests that they wanted to get or whatever. And they go to this place on Roanoke drive in St. Louis in March. Um, they witnessed the scratching of the boy's body, the mattress moving violently, all that stuff all the same stuff that had happened in around D.C., Mm -hmm. Um, but they noticed a pattern. So he was calm and normal during the day, but at night after settling in for bed, he would exhibit strange behavior, including screaming and wild outbursts. He would also enter a trance-like state and start making sounds in a guttural voice. That's what you were talking Mm -hmm. about, like the changing of the voice. Mm -hmm. And they would see mysteriously Uh, objects flying around and he would act violently if he saw any kind of like sacred object which i don't know if i believe all that but um so all these details are in the exorcist movie Mm -hmm. um after a week-long ordeal they saw an x and they on his chest scratch they believed it signified the number 10 um, so they thought that he was possessed by 10 demons. So the priest did not give up. They kept going back night after night, and this had been going on for quite a bit. Um, so it's now April, and they think that miracle has finally occurred. Um, it was right after Easter and ronald woke up with seizures he yelled at the priests. he said satan would always be with him and they basically threw everything they could at the guy at the kid and um they said at 10 45 p.m that evening um they called on saint michael i i don't know all this <laughs> stuff but anyway they uh, uh, it's just i don't okay whatever Let, let's just yeah. on. but they said uh satan come out of his body they shouted at satan this went on for like seven minutes and then they said that the boy like sat up and said he's gone and he like wow. had had some kind of like vision of like Fighting like a battle going on in his mind and like all this stuff. And they said they never had anything strange anywhere behavior. It was completely done after that. And he lived a completely normal life. Wow. Yeah. And (laughs) they said that nobody would have even known about it. But I guess the Washington Post did an article in August of 1949. And they wrote up a big thing about it and they didn't give him a name. Um, So, you know, they wouldn't reveal his identity or whatever. But then the novel, The Exorcist, came out in 71 about it based on the diaries of the two priests that had written up a thing about it. And it was a bestseller, and it became the movie in 1973. Um, so they so they took many liberties with it. So um, instead of it being, how old did I say he was? Let me go look up. Because in did the movie. I think you um, said 13. 13-year-old 13 boy. So in the movie, it's a 12-year-old girl okay i think um, and the movie takes entire takes place entirely in washington dc in the georgetown area um but in real life they moved to st louis in february okay. to do the whole thing so they took all that out um they said oh. scratches shouting spitting and cursing all in the movie mimicked what he had experienced but the boy's head never turned around 360 degrees oh, in uh-huh. the movie. Yeah. And he never vomited green, um, oh. which they do. Um, and there's some other little things we won't get into. But those were added yeah. for the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, they said that after his exorcism, his family moved back to the East Coast. I wouldn't want to stay in that house. Um, yeah. He and he found a wife he started a family he named his first son michael after the saint that had saved his soul and he's still Mm -hmm. whenever at the time of this writing was still alive today which was last year this was written last year um if he was still alive he'd be in his mid-80s but like i guess no one's really we're gonna leave him alone but anyway yeah so that's kind of crazy um so the exorcism room which it was like in i don't know some kind of facility or whatever where they did a lot of this stuff was torn down but the house is still there and you can go i I don't know i guess it sold in 2005 for 165 thousand dollars, and you can i don't know make friends with the people that live there and go see it i wouldn't i would not want to visit (laughs) I'm good. No, I'm good. Me too. So yeah, I'll pass. I, I'll pass. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about um, like the culture. And so it's funny because you're like, oh, why are these crazy ladies talking about demon possession? <laughs> so <laughs> the reason, so we have this idea. Um, my son, who is 14, is into like the, and I'm probably getting it wrong, but like the whole Marvel universe and mm-hmm. Star Wars and like all that, all the superhero stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And um, have you, so have you heard or seen this Moon Knight thing? Do you no. know what I'm talking about when I say this? No. Okay, so apparently this guy moon knight has a disassociative identity disorder and is this a I, character I'm, from the marvel universe yes i i think i don't know everyone listening now is like news? freaking out because what i'm saying is probably wrong but anyway <laughs> it's very... is it from the doctor
1: strange movie i heard the doctor straight the new doctor strange movie was really like awful. Was it from, was it from him? Like
0: maybe I, I don't okay. know, but okay. he, but anyway, in learning about this disassociative identity uh-huh. disorder, my son was like, um, yeah, that's a demon. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So I don't know. Look it up. It's called moon Knight. I don't okay. Know,
1: but- oh, actually I I think I remember my husband is kind of into that kind of, he likes the Marvel superhero movies and stuff. I remember him telling me about that. I think it's a show. Okay. Maybe it's a show on like Netflix or
0: something, but so or Disney plus anyway. So it's different. Okay. So I just have like the definition of it here. I'm just going to, so it is, it's called disassociative identity disorder or DID. And it's where you have two or more separate personalities. Um, so these identities control a person's behavior at different times. They can cause gaps in memory or other problems. And, um, it's different than schizophrenia. That's like I was going to ask. Okay. So it's, it's very, I don't, you know, I'm trying to look at my notes to see, cause I did kind of write up of the differences at some point, but I can't seem to find it, but This is like extremely, extremely rare. So it says it affects 0.01 to 1% of the population. Women are more likely to have it. Um, it, it's, It's like, so schizophrenia is like multiple personalities, but I think this is like identity. Like it's, it's, you are, it's completely separate of each other. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, they're um, all different things that they can do, but it it was with any of this kind of like psychology kind of stuff, they just, anything with the mind, like they just really, they're trying, but they don't really know. But Mm -hmm. so when he when my son mentioned this to me, I'm like, okay, this is really interesting. So I thought, surely, um, it can't just be a 14 year old boy that's had this thought. (laughs) Surely someone else has had this thought. So I looked up just some, um, journal, journal of psychology, journal of personalities, and found some abstracts that I thought were quite interesting. So, um, that one of them said that it says exorcism, this is from the Journal of Psychology and Theology. Exorcism revisited positive outcomes with disassociative identity disorder. It says 47 separate incidences of exorcism conducted on 15 disassociative, or I'm just gonna say DID patients Mm-hmm. Were retrospectively investigated by a neutral interviewer using the exorcism experience questionnaire, which is some, some thing that they use to measure exorcisms. Five types of exorcisms were identified based on eight methodological factors. These factors were patient permission, if they allowed it or not, non-coercion, active participation in the patient, and understanding of DID dynamics by the exorcist implement hmm. so they measured all these different things right and hmm. it said it yielded 24 positive patient responses and 23 diverse responses based on the presence or absence of some of these factors so in over 50 percent they had positive responses to the exorcism and it caused them to become better Hmm. So maybe it's a demon. Maybe yeah. it's a disassociative identity disorder. I mean, if it works, I don't know. I thought that was super yeah. interesting. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that, I mean, it goes back to that. We see the symptoms, but yeah. we can't see the inside, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just was crazy, super interesting to me. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about movies. So (laughs) I, when I think of scariest movies, they're typically are (laughs) about demon possession. I know that like as a Christian that we don't believe we can be demon possessed, but it is scary when you see these movies so yeah i found a list of the top 10 <clears throat> demon possession movies i want to see if you've seen them um the amityville horror i've Isn't never that? seen that i think that i saw wasn't there like a remake yes there was i think there was a remake Into the, i saw the remake um there's just too much jumpy it's so jumpy i just uh i i, I don't know yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan. Um, number nine, Paranormal Activity. Yes. Oh my goodness, that wish I never have me out. You yeah, I really
1: it? wish I never have.
0: I oh, I've wish
1: seen, I I, I wish I have never seen it. I've seen <laughs> one and two actually.
0: I think I only saw the first one because I was like, I can't watch another one of yeah. these. That's crazy, but like the footprints really got me. I don't know why. Cause I'm like, why would it yeah. even have footprints? But like the footprints got me in that one.
1: So I think I guess it was the second one. The second one there was a dog involved and you oh can no. just
0: imagine. Mm, no thanks. It was awful. <laughs> it was no um, bad. okay, number eight, the exorcism of Emily Rose. I do I no, don't I, I saw it, but I do not remember it. Mm. Um but yeah this is loosely based on that Annalise michelle or michael the one um Mm -hmm. that we heard about that didn't end so well and that was kind of probably not a demon in real life it sounds like it wasn't so um yeah um wasn't i don't remember it sticking out to me um number seven ouija the origin of evil i don't think i would Mm -mm. see a movie like that um i don't remember that one coming out says 2016 i don't I even don't remember, the remember one that coming out um insidious 2010 oh have i seen that i've heard of that it says a family discovers their new home is haunted in the most disturbing ways the, um, the family moves as soon as they can but it's fruitless as the demonic entity is latched on to the youngest son and moves right along with them I remember um, seeing the preview. Yeah, for that. Yeah, I think I saw that one. That was super freaky. Yeah. Um, number five, The Conjuring. That one was uh, super creepy. I don't, I, I don't think I saw that. That was um, based on the real case files of the late paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Follows the couple as they investigate the haunting of the Perrin family um yeah it 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 was super creepy um four sinister i don't think i saw that one i have not seen that That one was later 2012 ethan hawk was in it mm, i don't remember that one the evil dead I 1983 seen that. number two the exorcist of course yes have seen that one um and number one the shining Yes, I've seen that. So I've recently watched The Shining for the first time. So now all the memes are funny to me. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know if I would like if it hadn't been on this list, if I would immediately think demon possession.
1: Yeah, I I did not that didn't occur to me either.
0: Because yes, yeah, yeah. it, but the whole like the shining part of it was so super weird. Like a lot yeah. of it just didn't make sense. I don't know.
1: It was it was
0: a very weird movie. Very strange. Um, I just thought
1: he went crazy. He just went insane.
0: Like I don't
1: I didn't but it was I felt like that was more personality kind of thing than
0: but it definitely animals. was like being oppressed, if anything, yeah. and then eventually yes. possessed because and then he yeah. like goes into the lure of the hotel and he's in the picture at the end and everything. Spoiler alert. But um, it, yeah, just, it's, it is very strange to see what the culture does to that. Cause that's how it gets in your, and and you can't like, like you're saying, like the paranormal activity, like you can't unsee it. And I think it's super important that we don't let our kids see it as long as possible, because it does kind of distort. Like, you know, we we read some of the things that the demons were doing to the people um, in the Bible, like mm-hmm. deafness and mutin- muteness. And um, they, it was very um, common physical and mm-hmm. mental things. And now it's kind of like, and the culture's taken it and just like exploded with it and yeah. made it, you know, and, I think in reading some of those um quote unquote real demon possession stories, people's minds are just going crazy and every little thing they're attributing to demons, which is not healthy either. Yeah. So we definitely want to reiterate a few things because this has kind of been a crazy episode. So one thing definitely is that if you are um, a follower of Christ, if um, spirit of God lives in your heart, you are completely safe and a demon cannot possess you. Now, demons can oppress us all but we have the spirit of god inside us and that we have all the weapons we need to fight um this battle for sure um and one thing that i always like to remind myself satan is not all-powerful demons are not all-powerful he's not um omnipresent Mm -hmm. he's not all the things that God is, um, he is limitless in things that he can do. So yes. I feel like we oftentimes give them way too much credit because we think they're these all powerful be- beings and that's just uh-huh. not the case at all.
1: Um, I also want to add that um, we don't need to be... Uh, I, I really... I I've kind of gotten to the point where I don't want to watch scary movies anymore and things like that. I don't I don't want to mess with that stuff. I don't want to go to haunted places because really, um, I I guess I I don't really know if I ever really believed in ghosts or whatever. But what I've come to learn is that there through Bible study and everything is there aren't really ghosts what what those things are it's probably a demon
0: yeah and for
1: sure um and specifically like if you want bible verses backing this up uh in luke 16 um should i just read what it says yeah. i guess yeah well, um let's read it. so luke sixteen two, uh luke 16 through 26 it says the poor man died That you in your lifetime received your good things and Lazarus in like manner bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed. In order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able. And none may cross from there to us. So there's no souls waiting there's no souls waiting around the earth like hanging out that's there there there's no like like if you go to like a medium and you want them to speak to your loved ones they'll speak to somebody but it's not <laughs> going to be your loved ones and and the demons that they speak to because that's what they're doing they're going they they will know things about your family and it's because they're around us all the time there is a spiritual warfare around us all the time and we can't see it but um yeah there's no there there's no hanging around when you die you go to one of two places
0: right and it um, says immediately he was carried away he was carried away to the angels and the rich man was, you know also died and was buried and lifted up his size in torment like there wasn't yeah. any waiting around. There wasn't any yeah. haunting or Immediately. anything. And there was a great yes. great divide in between there. Mm-hmm. And if there's a great divide there, then there's a great divide between here and there. And there wasn't anywhere yes. that he was gonna leave. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's we I don't mean, need to simply, mess with Ouija
1: boards. We don't need to mess with mediums. We don't we don't need to be dabbling in anything like that. It's not
0: yeah, and I think we need to be really clear, like with our kids. Um, I have yeah uh my daughter like super into scary stuff she likes to be scared right now and she wanted to dress up as you know a scary dementor from harry potter and i'm like no you're not gonna dress up in a big black cloak and you know suck the soul out of people even though (laughs) you think it's funny in the movie like we're not there's a really fine line um it's not a fine line, but, but I guess what my point is, is we got to just be really careful. Like, I feel like we read that story of um, the little boy in St. Louis and it was like, his aunt was really into Ouija boards and spiritualism and all that. And, you know, I don't think it ended well for him.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and I think we also should to be careful. Um, it really bothers me with this whole pronoun thing going around. Um, you know, I would like to be referred to as they, you know, yeah. um, that it, it makes me think of that Bible verse. It's like, we're a legion for, we are many, yeah, we, are legion. We, yeah. we are many, and we'd like to be called they. And because we're yeah. many, it's like that, I think you should be a singular person, you know, and then we yes. jump into this disassociative identity disorder, you know, DID it's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's, you know, we can't dabble in any of this. We just need to abstain and yes. um, focus on the things of the kingdom that we're supposed to be going for. And yeah, it's like mm-hmm. these movies and all this crazy stuff. It's like it's getting us all crazy and hyped up, and it's not causing any good to do. Yeah, um, with anything. Well, do you think we uh, extensively covered demons?
1: I think so. You did a really <laughs> good job.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. And uh, on the top of doing all this research, I noticed that, uh, Disney channel has the new, or Disney plus has the new, uh, show with, uh, Satan and his ex-wife has some. Yeah. It's going to be on like FX. Yeah. Yeah. it's But yeah, come on. It's, it's the
1: just, person it's a middle school age. It's it's about middle schoolers it's
0: yeah you know yeah. that younger kids are going to be watching that and yeah it's just it's teaching them that it's not a big deal and let's throw in all this satanic stuff on top of it that they can learn about while they're laughing at the show mm-hmm. and it's just it's out of control so stay away from that stuff and yeah have a happy happy have a happy halloween <laughs> <laughs> just real quick before um, I leave you I wanted to reference back to some verses that we talked about at the very beginning Um, the verse about um, the kind of demon uh, that won't come out was in Mark 9 29 uh, and he said being Jesus to them this kind cannot come out by anything but prayer when the disciples were asking why it, they were unable to drive it out. So um, there's a certain kind that can only come out by prayer. And then um, the other thing I did want to mention was the do they like not like water. Uh, it was in Matthew twelve forty three, and that says when Jesus was talking, and he said when the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest but finds none so that i think is why um, it's said that they don't like water um so yeah something definitely to study more but i did want to bring up those verses um, because we weren't referencing them in the beginning so you guys later
1: thank you for listening to the is my heart showing podcast please consider subscribing follow us at is my heart showing on instagram and look us up on facebook love